everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the final episode of this month's Growth Week. This is also our 20th episode, which for me, I just love the number 20. So that's like such a milestone. It's like, hey, we have made it to kind of adulthood in a way. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, I really we're love getting that. Better this we, we're, getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're 20 episodes in. So you guys, this has been such an awesome week so far. Um, we have covered, you know, our 90 day reflection where we just spoke about um, the the journey so far in the past 90 days what are the areas that we've grown in and we challenged you guys to take it seriously you know if you have been growing with us for the past 90 days then to do your own evaluation but if you haven't then (laughs) that's fine too you can just start where you are and start growing today and then for the rest of this week we've been covering the topic of dreams and desires everything to do with having a big dream having that wild dream and so we spoke spoke about making the dream clear, having that high definition, you know, something that you can see clearly, something that you can hear clearly. And then what are the four dimensions of dreams? And then yesterday we covered the topic of your wildest dream. And so if you want to know exactly what we're talking about, we don't have the time to go into all that. You can go back to the previous episodes and have a listen. But now today, we're going to be talking, telling you guys the fairy tale, la-di-da. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. But we're going to be speaking about dreams do come true. Yeah. And so, Pastor Jay, I'm going to ask you that question. Do you really think that dreams come true? Yes, uh, Robin, I would give a resounding yes. I really believe that dreams do come true. And um, this is not just because of, you know, the books that I've read or stories that I've heard. This is from my own life. I've seen God come through in my life with some big dreams because God is faithful. He who has given us the dream will make the dream uh, a reality. So yeah, for me, dreams really do come true. I know that some people avoid the whole conversation because it it, it's, it feels like it's one of those, you know, touchy-feely kind mm. of subjects. Like, oh, I'm not sure because maybe you have had a dream that um, didn't come true or has not yet been fulfilled and you kind of conclude that dreams don't come true. I believe that dreams do come true. However, I'm going to just put a, a little disclaimer right there because I also believe that there are some dreams that time will reveal that they're just un, un, unattainable. Mm. You, you know, you you might have desired certain things and really gave it your all with the hope that it will happen. But if it was the wrong thing, maybe God wasn't in it. Maybe 
it was just something that you want you you eject somebody's dream because i can think of a time in my life when i wanted to be a soccer player can you imagine i really dreamed that one day i will be a soccer player and i'll play for the national team i was back in zim so i was like yeah I'll, i'll play for our national team at some point um i did all the practice i did all the everything i possibly can but i my my genes just let me down <laughs> It did not work. But having said that, maybe it was just a wish. Generally, mm-hmm. I would say dreams do come true. What do you think, Robin? I think they definitely do come true. And I know this because I've seen um, dreams come true that in some cases, it was like one of those far away things, dreams that you maybe held since you were a little child and you never even imagined how they could come true. But like what you said earlier, our God is so faithful that he knows. And what we've been saying since the beginning, he knows and he works with the desires that are in your heart. And so there's many times um, through the years where I've seen those desires that I never really spoke about, those things that I kind of would just keep in my little prayer closet or whatever, just between myself and God, that he was so faithful in letting some of those things come true. And so I would 100% say that dreams do come true. Now, Pastor Jay, you need to tell us about one of your dreams that has come true. Any dream, pick a dream, any dream. Okay, you're putting me on the spot here. I will go with um, maybe most recent one. Well, when I say recent, it's just like a couple of years back now. Pre-COVID. <laughs> Pre-COVID, yes. So I remember there was a time when I was listening to a message. You know, you just listening to a message on YouTube or something like that. And I was listening to one pastor talk about their church and how they managed to create what they were calling a cancer-free zone. And it's just Something in me just said, I would want to be in that church. There was so much faith in what you were saying that I just said, I want to be a part of that. And I started praying into that. I started desiring it. You know, obviously, when we say dreams, we did say it's dreams and desires. So it's not that uh, I was asleep and God gave me a dream to go Mm. to Singapore. It was just a deep desire. I remember saying to our church, I want you to pray because I want one day we're going to create the same thing. One day I'm going to go there and please pray that God will make it possible, you know. And we prayed and then long story short, six years later, nothing had happened. Then out of the blue, there was an opportunity for me to visit uh, Singapore. And the moment that opportunity arose, guess what God reminded me about that church? And I said, wow, I'm going to Singapore and I'm going to that church. And I remember just before I jumped onto that plane to go, I made arrangements with the pastor and I, you know, I'm, they, they know nothing about me. I'm just reaching out. And to my surprise, they were so welcoming. They opened doors for me. When we got there, we were treated like the long lost friends kind of thing. And I'm like, wow. Can dreams really come true? Yes, because I lived that dream. And um, I, I could go on and on and tell you all the good things that came out of that. But it was just a deep desire that God made mm. possible. Yeah. Wow. And I, I love that because it's like, you know, you didn't have to do much. You just placed faith in God. You had the confidence that it was going to happen. And it ended up happening, maybe not the way you expected it, yeah. but it came true. And that's Certainly. really, really awesome. And for you, Robin? Well, Pastor Jay, since you took, you know, like an overseas trip, I won't share about that (laughs) side because I love traveling and it's always been my dream to travel and God has been so faithful in giving me opportunities um, to travel. But I think if I'd have to choose a dream come true, it's where I am right now. Mm. You know, um, as a child, I always had this 
love for the Bible, love for kind of preaching at my family. I remember we used to come to Port Alfred on holiday from where we lived back then. And we used to come here and I would kind of just take the Bible and I just preach to my family, (laughs) you know, and they don't have to listen to me just read out of this Bible or whatever. And and I also had this dream just to be in ministry and just to tell people about God and help people and tra- help to transform people's lives. And yeah. um, part of that was also, you know, I always had this dream to be on stage and to sing. Yeah. And back then it was almost more of a, a worldly kind of thing where it was just like, oh, I want to be on stage. I want to be the center of attention kind of thing. Yeah. But what I didn't know was that God was using all of that to kind of bring me to where probably the past five, six years as well, my journey of, hey, um, I kind of gave up on that because I didn't see myself actually stepping into ministry. I didn't see um, that I had it in me. I didn't think I'd be able to speak. I didn't think I'd be able to connect with people. I'm a woman, you know, like all that kind of things, like who's going to listen to me kind of thing. And um, God just opened doors in ways that I never would have expected. I mean, back where I was, when I finished school, you know, I was working at this place that had nothing to do with ministry. And um, just the way that God brought me here to Word of Truth, you know, put you and Pastor Reddy in my life was just so amazing. And so the past five, six years has been the journey of that dream come true. And it feels like I'm living in it. Like maybe it's not completely fulfilled yet, but all those things, you know, even the whole being on stage. Now it's a different kind of thing because I love leading worship. I love um, being a part of, you know, just worshiping God and helping people to connect with God in worship. But that's also a part of it. So yeah, that's definitely a dream come true. So dreams really do come true. And I know some people, when they hear about dreams coming true, they they have this fairy tale kind of ending. It's not always like that. You know, it, you, you will have your ups, you'll have your downs, but as long as God is in it, it will come true. And like we are realizing many of these dreams come true in ways that we didn't even imagine when mm-hmm. we set out to pursue this. You say it's something that is really important. And I, I just want to lean a little bit into that. You said you had a dream to be on the stage and now it has changed. So having said that, do you think that dreams change over time? Most definitely. Your dreams, I think they are constantly changing and evolving. I think there's always something at the core that remains. There's a reason why that desire, either God has placed it in your heart and he works with that desire. Now, you see, we see our dreams through our own lenses. We see them through our own life experiences, our upbringing, our whatever it is, you know, your environment. And the thing is, that's your only frame of reference. The only way you actually get to see the dream fulfilled is when God takes you through the process. And so what you need to be pliant, you need to be submitted to God so that he can change that thing. Because probably the idea of what you have the dream to be, if if God gives it to you the way that you have it in your head, it might just be the worst thing ever for you you know if God gave me the dream of being on a stage you know building my own name um singing in front of you know crowds of thousands for the wrong motives the wrong agenda that could have taken me out it could have destroyed me but he had to refine that he had to bring it in he had to say hey actually I don't want you to bring honor to your name I want you to bring honor to my name that's good and so you know I had to submit to that process and say okay God 
the dream looks different. And who knows? Like I'm saying, I, I'm saying that I'm living in the fulfillment of that now, but probably not. Probably God is still going to continue developing that and bringing more and more fruit from my initial dream, if that makes sense. I always say to you, uh, Robin, when you become big, don't forget me. You know, <laughs> I, I think there's still more to you. There's uh, that dream that God gave you. It will definitely come to pass. You are in the process. This is not uh, the final stage. And yeah, so dreams can change. And I like what you said, because sometimes we have dreams, like most of our childhood dreams, we grew up with some form of a dream. I want to be a fireman. I want to be this. I want to be that. Hey, like I said, uh, I thought I was going to be a soccer player for the national team. When I think of it right now, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't do that, you know? So dreams change because sometimes you didn't know God. And even though God gave you a desire, Mm -hmm. like you rightfully said, you interpreted that uh, desire or that dream based on your frame of reference, you know? And so you, you would build a whole life story around what you're seeing and God is like, well, I'm seeing way beyond what you're seeing right now. So for argument's sake, I just thought of it now. I never got to play for the national team soccer, but I did play for our chess team. Mm. So if there was a desire to represent my nation on a national level, I got to do that doing chess, you know? Uh, so when he dropped that seed in my, in my spirit, maybe that's what he saw. Mm-hmm. And I just did. I At that stage, I didn't even know how to play chess, you know. <laughs> and I, another thing, when I finished school, I was pursuing electrical engineering. I wanted to design technical things. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Everybody around me knew I had a passion. My family knew I had a passion for technical things. And I had to drop that. But now I still get to do technical things with within ministry. And more than that, I still use the, the desire to invent you know, like uh, designing material mm. and all those things. And so God placed the desire in my heart, but because my only frame of reference was what I knew. I never knew that. If you, if you had told me back then that, hey, I'm going to use you to design some material for, you know, transformation for a church, I would have said, God, you got the wrong guy, you know, but the seed was there. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, Pastor Jay, and I love that, you know, you're so passionate about these technical things and all that kind of stuff because I've seen people come onto our team. I've seen people pass through our organization that you have just poured your time, that you've poured that skill into and they've left being empowered. They've Mm. left. Actually, you know, um, I'm reminded of a story that you always tell someone who just came in and didn't even know that they had this in them and now they're living that dream. Wow. You know, that's incredible. So it's almost like your dream is now being lived through specific people that you've invested time in. And how amazing is that, how that dream changed for you over time? Sure, that's that's deep. Thank you for reminding me of that because quite honestly, if God had told me that there's a technical ability in you that you're going to train somebody who's going to own a company, shout out to Kyle with Total Effects. He owns a company, but he started with us here at the church just wrestling some technical things. And now... Wow, God is good. Dreams do come true. Definitely. It reminds me of the scripture that we spoke about yesterday, super abundantly. God wants to do super abundantly, infinitely more than anything that you can think or hope or dream or imagine. My goodness me, I'm just seeing it as we sit here (laughs) that God is so good. I've always known he's good. But when you think of these small things, Mm. this is is what super abundantly means. It's like what you think What you're imagining is too small for what God can do with the desire that he has placed in your heart. Well, Robin, we're talking about 
our dreams and all these things and how God has just come through for us. What are some of the lessons that you have learned from pursuing some of your dreams? Mm. Well, you know, there's one dream that I've pursued my whole life. You know, something that I've really held as this is kind of one of the main things that I want to have in life. And, you know, about two years ago, I thought that I had found the fulfillment of this dream. You know, okay. I, I was just like, wow, this, this thing happened. And, um, and, you know, I was just like, this is it. This is the fulfillment of the dream. This thing that I've been, you know, hoping and praying for and dreaming about for the past 25 years. I was 25 at the time. Um, you know, this is it. And, you know, walking through that process and kind of like, you know, just living out what I thought at the time was the dream. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, it turned out that it wasn't. So one of the things that I've learned from pursuing this dream is that it wasn't what it looked like. Mm. And, you know, Pastor Jay, that can be a really uncomfortable, painful situation to go through because you still have to keep the faith that God gave you the dream. You still have to keep the faith that, hey, this is what God has promised you. It may not look like what you thought it was going to look like. It may not be what you thought it was going to be, but he is still faithful to make it happen. And so I guess what I've learned the most is surrender. That whole process was just surrendering to God, whatever it looked like, because it is a process. That's really good. Let's let's talk just for a moment. You know, that tension of you thought you have arrived. Like this is it, God. Thank you. I'm already saying thank you. I, I, I think this is it. And then only to discover that, no, God still has more because that's what we believe. Mm. God has more. The, the desire, the dream that he gave you, he will fulfill. So that tension of saying, I thought this was and now looking for another... How do you how do you navigate that that kind of space? Well, I think that you have to be so oh and this has been a struggle, mm. but self-awareness. Yeah. Because you need to know that hey, um you need to know where you are. You need to know that hey, today like I, f- I just feel hopeless about my dream and you need to be honest with that. And honestly, Pastor Jay, um, the thing that has helped me the most is bringing people in on the dream, people that I trust, people that I can go to mm. and be like, you know what? Like I'm really struggling with this right now. <laughs> and, yeah. and then giving the ha- hearing the advice that maybe you don't want to hear because you want to hear all the, <laughs> the frilly and, you know, things that make you feel good and stuff, but actually to hear like, hey, maybe you need to work on this. Yeah. Um, maybe you need to make sure you don't do this in the process. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's for me, it's really just bringing people in and being submitted to the process, trusting that those people have your best interests at heart. That's good. And so the people that you bring in on the dream, you need to make sure that they really love you, they, they want the best for you and that you can trust them through the process as well. Absolutely. You know, I like what you said because you did not say, well, I've given up on the dream mm. because here's what people often do. Most people end up bearing the, that dream like somewhere deep, where no one can ever find it. They never talk about it. It's almost like that part of their life just dies. And um, so it's good that we we can continue to believe God. And I think when that happens, you become embittered. You become a different person. And so the reason God has given you something is because he wants to bring it out of you. So even in my dream, I know that because I've always had that dream that God wants to use that 
to further my life, to further his kingdom because I'm passionate about furthering his kingdom, all that kind of stuff. And if I had just buried that, if I had said, well, you know what? I'm giving up on this. I never want any part of this ever again. I would have just become a different person and become bitter. And to be honest, the temptation was there. Mm. You know, when you're going through the pain of dealing with a broken dream, the temptation was there to kind of just shelve it away to be like, you know what, this is too painful to think about. This is too painful to pursue. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, it's important to, <laughs> to pick yourself up and keep going. Well, Robin, you've just uh, kind of stumbled into another field or realm of a dream that I, I, I'm wondering why we did not uh, include in our conversation. But because we are there, let's try and just dive into it. You know, how do you deal with broken dreams? So if you were to give somebody a, a, some form of advice pertaining to pursuing their dreams, uh, what would you advise somebody? You know, let's speak even, you could even possibly start with that whole concept. The moment you say that, I'm like, wow, mm. we should have done a whole episode on dealing with a broken dream. Yeah, I would say grieve. <laughs> grieve. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of like counterintuitive, but you need to go through the process. If you are our podcast listeners <laughs> and you've got a broken dream, Robin says, I give you permission, start grieving. Definitely. You know, I remember when when this all went down and my dream was broken or whatever you want to call it. um, The scripture, and I forget the reference now, somewhere in Proverbs, but it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, Sick. but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Mm. And for me, that was my brokenness scripture, but my hope scripture at the same time. Wow. That's a good scripture. It, it carries both sides. You know, it's like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So it's like, hey, hope deferred. It does make your heart sick. A broken dream will make your heart sick. Mm. And that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay for your heart to be sick. But, you know, you need to rise. You need to rise. And that's you need good. to know that, you know what, uh, that longing will be fulfilled. It might not be fulfilled the way that you expected it to, but it will be fulfilled. I want to lean into this moment. I know this is just like impromptu. It's just like a thought that came to our minds right now. But I really believe that there are a lot of our listeners who have had broken dreams. And as Robin rightfully said, it's okay to grieve for a season, but you must rise. Maybe you started a business, it didn't work out. uh, And now you're saying, I don't want to start another business. Most of the people that end up with successful businesses, they will tell you endless stories of businesses that did not see mm-hmm. the light of day. I actually listened to a powerful story. I don't know that all the names and things like that, but there's this guy who you know, started his business and it just went bad. You know, it just was like really bad that the dream that he was pursuing actually got him crazy. He was admitted, literally admitted for about like, uh, I think he said about eight months he was on sure. serious treatment. And this is something that he was really desiring. And he had poured his all. He lost everything. He went crazy. Uh, he needed mental treatment. But when he came out, he said, I'm not going to give up. I'm mm. going to do it again. And that's when he was telling the story. And he's, at the point, his company was one of the best in his region. You know, everybody goes through failure or appearance of failure. But if you don't give up on the dream, Mm. it will come true. So if you are there and you're listening and you were just like, you know, these guys for the whole week, I love following these guys, but they they were just like (laughs) rubbing me the wrong way because I failed with a dream. You haven't yet failed. You need to get yourself up and pursue that dream. All right. That's for the broken dream. (laughs) Let's just talk about 
any other advice yeah. uh, as we so, conclude this advice for pursuing that wild dream you know um i have two things um i touched on this earlier you know yeah. also a bit around the whole um how to deal with a broken dream so this is applicable i think in just pursuing a dream in general and that is that you need to bring someone in on the dream mm. community is going to be key because you never know God will open so many doors for you when you pursue intentional relationships, get into community. Um, You know what? He's not going to magically give you a contact while you're sitting at home, you know, being a hermit, you know, he's going to be, opening doors for you through the connections that you make with people. And so bring people in on the dream, walk with people intentionally, you know, but then also be open to him just, yeah, bringing in someone new and just bringing in someone that is going to open a door that you probably wouldn't have ever gotten open on your own. So bring someone in on the dream. And then number two is that you need to do the work. There is work that is required in pursuing that wild dream. And whether that is, you know, it may look different. I think a lot of the times we need to first reflect on ourselves. What is some inner work that you need to do? What is some serious growth that you need to do right now? And this is the perfect podcast for you if, you know, That's we good. all need to grow. Um, but also, um, what are some of the issues that you need to deal with? Mm. What are some of the hurts that if you don't get rid of that, that's actually going to, you know, um, make you not go any further. It's going to stop you from progressing. You need to deal with those things. So do the work. Sometimes it's physical work. Sometimes it's, um, you know, you need to finish that degree. You need to go, you need to build that thing up from the ground, literally build that thing up from the ground. So do the work. The dream is not just going to fall into your lap. And so, yeah, that's my advice. Pastor Jay, what would be your advice for someone pursuing a wild dream? Well, I I really want to echo what you've said. Do the work. Really, if you want your dreams to come true, don't sit back and wait for them to fall from heaven. You have to do the work. And so that's a powerful, powerful um, concept. Get the work done. I think most people don't pursue their dreams because of fear of failure. And I just want to say to you as our podcast listeners, if you have a big dream, you've got a wild dream, chances are you are afraid of failing. Like, what if it doesn't work? What if this and what if that? Move past your fear of failure. Big dreams happen when you move past the fear of failure. Many times dreams die before you even take your first step because you fear failure. Just move past that. And the second one will be examine your other limiting beliefs you know fear of failure is a limiting belief it's like if you fear Mm -hmm. failure it's limiting you you're not going to do much but that's the common one everybody knows that well i fear failure but there are other limiting beliefs that i i just really want to challenge you to ask yourself what is limiting me what what belief system is limiting me i think only now can i say this is no longer a limitation there is false humility there's Mm. there's a sense of people believe that if you're a christian you can't have these ambitious goals dreams desires and the sense of false humility or yeah i'm just a pastor i don't i don't have to have all that money i don't have to invent all these things i'm becoming materialistic that's a limiting belief and unless you deal with the limiting belief you are always going to uh, hesitate when it comes to that big dream. Uh, There are some ideas that I've always wanted to do. Um, Right now, this is actually the first time 
I start openly saying, hey, I am a leadership coach. There was a fear of like, you're a pastor. Why are you saying that? Say I'm a pastor. But hey, I am a pastor, but I'm also a leadership coach. Mm. And I had to get rid of all those limiting beliefs so that I could fully function as a leadership coach. So examine your limiting beliefs. What is it that is hindering you from pursuing Mm. your wildest dream. Wow, Pastor Jay, these conversations that we've had this week have been so powerful, Um, you know, and I think that for some listeners, this is going to hold the key to the next season of their lives. Like I can really just sense that, you know, someone has been waiting to hear that it's okay to have a broken dream or someone has been waiting to hear that, hey, you need to work on these four um, dimensions to pursue your dream. And so I really believe that this is going to be so powerful for our listeners. Robin, I just remembered again, we said this from the onset. The reason why we started talking about dreams and desires, I really believe that this is the right time for you Mm. to revisit your dream. The world has gone through a crisis and what is required to rebuild are dreamers. People that can see beyond what is natural. Don't allow uh, the COVID crisis that you are seeing around you to limit your dream. You need to now say, hey, I'm coming out of this land of the familiar. Mm. Uh, COVID season is over. I am now stepping out. I'm going to pursue that great or wild dream that God has put inside of me. Definitely. I love that. And so podcast listeners, if you have been encouraged, if you have been blessed by this week's teachings, we want to just encourage you to share it with someone. Maybe you know someone who has a broken dream or maybe you know someone who hasn't dreamt for the past 10 years because they just haven't seen the the um, value in it. So we want to encourage you guys, share it with your family, share it with your friends. And I know that we're going to hear just amazing stories come from yeah people just being touched lives being transformed through these messages and so until next month let's keep growing, growing.